This is EntreEd Talk, the podcast for entrepreneurial educators by entrepreneurial educators. We are your hosts, Toy Hirschman and Amber Ravenscroft. This podcast is created by the National Consortium for Entrepreneurship Education, or EntreEd for short. So hello, everybody, and welcome to EntreEd Talk, which is the entrepreneurial education podcast from the National Consortium for Entrepreneurship Education. I am Toy Hirschman. I'm a consultant with the National Consortium, and with me is Amber. You can tell them who you are, Amber. Hi, I'm Amber Ravenscroft. I am with the Adventure Group, a partner with EntreEd. So this is our first, this is our very first podcast. And so we wanted to just introduce ourselves to you and let you know what we're trying to do and, and hopefully provide you some great information. So we said the term entrepreneurship education, and that's what we're about at the consortium. That's what, that's what we do. That's what we're passionate about. But I wanted to back up because normally when I say entrepreneurship education, people immediately think about those classes like marketing, business ed, uh, economics, financial literacy, and some of those kind of like big hitter classes that you see at the you know, end of high school, uh, early undergrad, things like that. that. Those classes are lovely, but that's not what we are talking about when we're talking about entrepreneurship education. We are really focused more on the entrepreneurial mindsets that students, young people, you know, from four to 104, (laughs) these mindsets are helpful to just life in general. And bringing them into a school setting at any grade can really, really empower students, make them enthusiastic, want to be in school, and just, it's just, it's just awesome. And so we're trying to bring this to you to give teachers, parents, community leaders, whoever you are, some resources to cultivate these mindsets in young folks. And we're going to do this not by just Amber and Toy talking. We (laughs) That's going to happen today, but we're going to do this by bringing in some of our really amazing friends in the entrepreneurship education space and not just adults, but student entrepreneurs too, and people who can really shine and showcase, um, the, the wonderful thing that it is to have an entrepreneurial mindset. So Amber, do you have anything else to, to say to that before we start talking about what is an entrepreneurial mindset? Actually, I want to share what I, so my fiance, Jake, whenever I was talking to him that we were going to start this podcast today, I asked if he was going to listen to it. And he said, oh boy, I'd love to listen to you talk more. But <laughs> That is exactly what we're talking about with the mindsets and it's something that I think that you and I could both talk for hours about. And so I think it's really important that we make sure that people listening to this podcast, maybe for the first time, understand that we're not discrediting student businesses. We're just saying you need this basic knowledge of entrepreneurship education to get into that mindset where you then expand it. Um, And I think from you know a recent college graduate perspective, a graduate student perspective, if these mindsets would have been instilled in me from a young age, we talk as early as pre-K and kindergarten, that I would have had a lot of different perspective in terms of my traditional education moving forward. And it would really impacted how my career path went moving forward. So I really just want to emphasize that um, while we talk about mindsets as the foundation, we don't discredit anything moving forward. We just need to lay that foundation. So we're really excited. It's a, it's a, powerful mindset to create and cultivate in students. Now that we've hopefully uh, (laughs) gotten you excited about entrepreneurial mindsets, 
what the heck are they? <laughs> and how do we grow them in, in young people? So it's really a lot simpler than, than most people think. But these mindsets are, it's just good practice. So there are things like, my favorite one, not, not being afraid to fail. Um, and I, I love teachers. I love school. I was a teacher and administrator and now an educational consultant. And so my heart is, is with teachers and students. Um, but we do a terrific job in traditional education of robbing kids of the ability to fail safely. Um, we have, you know, a very standards-based, very jam-packed curriculum schedule usually that doesn't allow a whole lot of room for, okay, you messed up on this. Let's tr see what happened and try it again. And I know that that's a, sometimes a difficult thing for teachers to find space, but I'm telling you, it really can be done. And it does so much to empower kids and to just get them to see that that's how humans learn. You truly learn when you uh, do something not so perfect and you, so, or sometimes you fall flat on your face and you have to pick yourself up and dust yourself off and do it all over again. I can guarantee you that because this is our first podcast, we are probably doing it a little bit wrong, but we <laughs> will figure it out. And hopefully we'll have a whole lot of fun along the way with all of you that are joining us. So, so besides, um, Besides just uh, the fear, fear of failure, not being, afraid, not being afraid to fail, things like confidence building that happens out of that fear of failure, um, teaching, teaching kids that when you have a compelling goal that you truly believe in and you truly want to, to reach, you're going to have to persevere and there's going to be bumps in the road. And sometimes we do a good job in schools of not showing kids that that's a, a normal pathway to success. Every successful person has had those bumpy experiences and you become stronger and you learn more each time you tackle one. But a lot of people, because of the way we teach school, we kind of teach kids, okay, that's really challenging. So we give up sometimes and it's hard to see. And, uh, you know, other things are, you know, creativity and innovation, opportunity recognition, strength, knowing your own strengths, which, which kids really, really need to start to identify what their strengths are. And even maybe more importantly is knowing the strengths of the people around you so that you can work as a team. So now we're, you know, we're teamwork, leadership, communication, all of these things are part of building entrepreneurial mindsets. And we can do this through those entrepreneurial experiences that we're talking about. Yeah, I think one of my favorite quotes around this idea of failure is this idea of failing forward. Uh, it's so crucial and it's something that I try to live by. And actually every year I pick a word of the year. And this year I've decided that my word is grit, um, which is an inherently <laughs> entrepreneurial word itself. And so I think that entrepreneurship education in general just really instills those almost intangible qualities that we're hoping to create in traditional education, but that we just haven't quite, quite gotten there with the standards-based curriculums. And so um, this is just a really cool way to infuse entrepreneurship into some of those standardized curriculums so that we can create those mindsets and create more, more well-rounded um, and grit-oriented students. And so I really, I love the idea of failing forward. I think that's one of the biggest principles that we've taken away at EntreEd and that we try to instill in our teachers is that's what the focus is, is getting comfortable, being uncomfortable and moving forward from that. So yeah, I mean, I can't echo that enough. 
when I work with teachers and Amber, I'm sure uh, we the, we work together in a partnership. We do a lot of teacher training and, and work with teachers all the time. <laughs> it's really interesting uh, because I like to always ask teachers, especially elementary and uh, middle school teachers, if they identify themselves as entrepreneurs in any way and not, not a hand, not a, you could hear crickets, nothing, nobody, nobody ever, ever does. And then, you know, I joke because I say, well, you know, it's kind of funny because you actually go into school every single day and you sell something to a bunch of clients that don't want it. (laughs) like the water cycle or algebra or whatever it is that you're teaching. And, and, and usually teachers get a big laugh out of that, but that's true. And in other cases, eight to nine people out of every 10 teachers generally have a side gig or a side hustle. And they don't really think of that as entrepreneurial. It's just, Oh yeah, I have an Etsy shop or, Oh yeah, I have a vlog or, you know, Oh yeah, I plow snow um, in the wintertime or I have a summertime job that, you know, is a lifeguard or something. So it's, there there are a lot of connections that teachers already naturally have. They just really never thought of that before. And that's why it's, it really is. Once you get to that, it's really easy to bring some of these ideas to, to teachers that, who can turn around and, and really bring them to their students. Um, and with, when you add these entrepreneurial experiences and, and you start to bring about these mindsets in schools, we've seen it all the time that it makes school relevant have you found that Amber? Like all of a sudden kids are like, Oh, you know, that, that, what the heck am I going to do with this ever? Um, question (laughs) entrepreneurial mindset. It's like, Oh wow. That has a real world application. And, um, when you, when you get to that with, with students, it's so powerful. Um, in elementary school, generally teachers have an easier time of connecting subjects because they teach, you know, one or two teachers teach the whole entire, you know, a whole entire class the whole day. Um, When you get into middle and high school, you start to get kind of these disjointed learning experiences where you go to math, then you go to social studies, then you go to English, then you go to gym or kind of out of context because it's what that class and then you move to the next one and the other one's done. Um, And so when, and when teachers work together too, to, to start, creating these experiences, you can carry them from class to class because if you're solving a social issue or you're working on a a product development project or you're, you know, coming up with some service that you can provide for your community, you have social studies in there where you're doing some research and you're finding out, you know, what are the issues you're opportunity seeking. You have some marketing and, and advertising things that fall into English language arts. You have, you know, you have the numbers and if you're, if there's a budget or if there's, you know, funding that you need to acquire any of those things that all of those things can tie an entire grade level or several can, you know, can tie and tie all those content areas together and not, you know, making school more connected and and having a lot more meaning. Yeah. There was a, I want to talk a little bit about, there was a story from Eastern Kentucky as a result of, and we can talk about this project a little bit later in another episode, but um, Toy and I work collaboratively on a five-state entrepreneurship education initiative in Appalachia. But this is perfect for this moment because there was a student um, within our Eastern Kentucky region that they were talking about. They went in, he was a fourth grade student. And in the entrepreneurial lesson that our community college partner, Big Sandy Community and Technical College delivered, 
this student was the most engaged student, raised his hand, had all this like prior knowledge of entrepreneurship because it was something that he was really interested in. And our trainer went in and was talking to the um, elementary school staff and they were like, that student, he's a problem child. Like he doesn't listen in class. He doesn't pay attention. And entrepreneurship and this idea of ownership really resonated with him in a way that was completely different from traditional classrooms. And so I think that that speaks to the value of infusing it in any classroom because you can really get students of all kind of spectrums of, you know, learning differences engaged in a way that is meaningful to them. And so I think that that's just a perfect example of everything you spoke to is that we're not talking about this because it's a fun idea. We're talking about it because it's an impactful idea. And so I think that that just builds on everything you've said. So, yeah, that's, that's so important because that's where like you and I see it all the time. And I wish, you know, we could bottle it up and show every, (laughs) show every teacher, right? Because it, it really is not only just a self-confidence booster, but sometimes when a student like that sees the the power that he has or she has and, and what they are capable of doing, that might be the only win that kids had in a long time or ever in his or her academic career. And we, you know, we have several stories and we'll probably share them as we continue on through our, our podcasts, but we have several stories of kids who, an entrepreneurial experience completely changed the trajectory of their lives. And they, you know, they were going down a wrong path, wrong friends, bad grades, all of these things. And that experience gave them a leadership role and other people saw value in that student's contribution. And it changed the way that they saw school and life. A lot of kids, you know, we, we work in Appalachia a lot. Um, we work kind of across the country too, but in, in every place, not just Appalachia, but every place we see kids who kind of, you know, they, they haven't had the greatest life experiences and they've kind of boxed themselves into a couple of trajectories for their lives. And the entrepreneurship just blows so many more doors open for them. It shows them that if, if I don't want to, you know, do this one career path, or if I don't want to go, if I don't want to go to school or college, if I, you know, if that's not for me, there's a whole different option (laughs) available. And, and it's so much easier now than it ever was before to start, you know, with the change you find in your couch cushions, you can get a GoDaddy account and put up a website in, you know, (laughs) a couple of hours. And so it's, it's a, it's a powerful thing. We did a leadership training in one of the most distressed communities in the United States. And we did one session was on on entrepreneurship. And one of the survey results that we had was um, a young lady says, thank you for teaching me about entrepreneurship. I didn't know that I could stay in my community. I thought I would have to leave it. And it literally changed. It's so funny because I think that we're, we're completely aligned because I was literally thinking in my own head that it changes the trajectory of lives. And then you said that immediately after I thought it. So it's just we can't stress it enough and you're going to hear us speak out about it, but later on we're going to bring in students who it actually has impacted. So we're not just talking um, just to talk like this has changed lives. And so we're really excited about that. I guess we, we will, uh, we'll tell them what what to expect moving forward because this was our, you know, kind of our flagship, um, our flagship podcast and video cast. It's also going to be on YouTube. (laughs) So, (laughs) <laughs> so we um, 
we are going to bring to you what our, our main goal is to make sure that whoever you are, if you're a teacher, if you're a parent, if you you know have a community organization, um, any, any place where you impact um, young people, but not just, I mean, yeah, four years old, pre-K, <laughs> all the way, all the way up. Um, but if you're, if you're in a role where you are mentoring or you're trying to teach or educate in any way, we want to be able, we want you to walk away from these podcasts with something useful, mm-hmm. um, with some resource, with some nugget, with something useful. And that's really the goal every time to, to bring, to bring that to you. And so to do that, we're going to bring in, um, a lot of like the latest K through 12 and, and, and more uh, educational tips uh, for entrepreneurship. Um, we're going to have some cool interviews with some of our friends in, in this, in this space. Um, we know a lot of really, really amazing people doing unbelievable things in their school systems, in their colleges, in their communities. And we want to showcase them and some really cool you know, this is the, the coolest thing is the students. So we'll bring in some young people and have them share their experiences again, like Amber said, to really showcase how it's changed things, how it's changed their perspective. Um, you know, if somebody had, I wish somebody had given me some of these mindsets when I was in K through 12, because I was well into my, you know, 30s before I started to really understand how powerful this is. And uh, best practices on how to bring entrepreneurship into your classroom. Yeah. Just ideas and, and something you can use when you walk away from the podcast. Yeah, I think what we really want to stress with this one is there are a lot of existing entrepreneurship type organizations. Um, and a lot of them are focused on out of school time or elective credits, specific target populations. Entre Ed's mission is to provide entrepreneurship education to every student every year, and we do that through entrepreneurship infusion. So everything that we talk about in this podcast is going to be aligned to things that you can do in your classroom immediately that just shift those mindsets slightly. We're not talking about complete overhauls of your curriculum. We're talking about small steps towards changing lives. And I think I really, we really want to stress that because we found that that's a unique niche that Andre Ed offers is that ability to just transform educator thinking slightly and thinking slightly so that once you take the small step and you do it once, you're going to run towards it. Um, it's not going to be a hard transition for you. So I think that that's something that I really want to stress as we beef up the idea of the podcast moving forward, that it's all about infusing it into your regular classroom. We're not asking for significant changes in curriculum or anything like that. So we're going to be teaching you how to infuse it daily to just change the entire culture. I'm glad you said that, Amber, because that's exactly what we we really when we when we work with teachers, we do not tell them, oh, you have to, you know, yeah. rearrange your classroom and everything has to be a centers based or no, nothing like that. Um, if you have project based learning in your school, great. It's easy to put entrepreneurship in there. If you don't, great. It's easy to put entrepreneurship into what you're already doing and the curriculum that you already have to teach. And that's, um, that's a big part of what we want to share with, with our audience and, um, let you know how it can be done and how much fun it, how much fun it is. Um, so I think we probably can conclude this first episode. That was kind of wild. Um, and again, you know, we, we're going to, we're going to showcase some great things. So we hope that you come back and join us on Entre Ed Talk. 
Well, thank you. Well, thank you so much. And we look forward to the next episode.